And so we took it and she did describe it to us as it's everything that a cabana has without the TV or the refrigerator. Sam, was that true? No, that was (laughs) not at all true. DCL Duo fans, we want to take a minute to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations and love the experience and service we get from our travel specialist at Touring Plans Travel and know you will too. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation, Disney vacation, or really any cruise or land-based vacation, head over to touringplans.com travel for a free quote. Let them know that the DCL Duo sent you to help support our show, but we're confident that you are going to have the same great experience that we do when we use Touring Plans Travel. So thanks Touring Plans Travel for sponsoring the show and now on to our episode. everybody this week's bonus edition of the dcl duo podcast and sam and i are here tonight to talk about our pool day at the grand cal i think we posted the obligatory two feet against the pool background picture (laughs) onto social media and so we thought we would let you guys know how our pool day went to follow up our episode on our disneyland stay i think this is a perfectly appropriate topic today brian because my sunburn finally started peeling today Well, and it is also the day after it hit 111 degrees, I think it was, 109, real feel 114 or something ridiculous that. So we could have all used a pool day yesterday in the Pacific Northwest. But let's dive into our pool day, Sam. So we had a pool day. We had breakfast at Storytellers. We had a cabana, not a cabana. So where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with our morning. Uh, we got up leisurely. We got up kind of late because we were not heading to the parks. We packed up all of our stuff, went to the front desk to check out and to leave our bags with Bell Services. And then we headed over to check in for our pod, not Cabana. Uh, we'll talk about that more in a second. We checked in at our pod just to kind of get our spot reserved. And then we headed over to Storytellers for breakfast. Yeah, let's talk about the let's let's start with this pod theme so that, you know, uh, not not invasion of the pod people, but our pod (laughs) poolside pod. I knew that there were cabanas at the Grand Cal. I have not booked one before, but I realized we only had three days worth of park tickets. So normally when we were annual pass holders, the last day of the park, we'd pop in, we'd do a little park stuff and then we'd leave. I will say in the future, I don't think I'll do that even as an annual pass holder because I really enjoyed winding down our trip at the pool mm-hmm. or even interrupting our trip with some pools, I guess is one way to look at it as well. But I thought since we were going to be at the Grand Cal for almost like it was like we, the whole day. Yeah. I mean, our flight didn't leave until five something at night. And, you know, we didn't, it's not that far from John Wayne Airport. So we didn't need to leave early. I thought, well, I'll get us a cabana. We'll have a place to hang out, throw our stuff at Bell Services, bring a day bag and hang out in the cabana with the TV and the shade and all that fun stuff. Well, apparently you got to book those things way further in advance than I tried to like three days before. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, are, there are only, I think, six cabanas at the Grand Cal. Three of them are at one of the pools and three of them are at a, a kind of the rear pool. 
And so they were all booked. Yeah. And I don't know if that's changed since COVID, right? I mean, I don't know if a lot more people are finding themselves in the situation that we were, where they needed a place to sort of stay for the afternoon before they left for their flight. And so they got a cabana. I mean, my prior sense was that those things didn't book up as quickly, but I don't know. I never really tried. We did go to the front desk. I think it was the day or two, it was two days before our departure after we had been unsuccessful in getting one. We were told, you know, follow up, people cancel. So we did. And I have to give a shout out. I don't remember the name of the woman at the front desk, but we did give her a cast compliment. She said, well, did they talk to you about a pod? Because all the cabanas were taken. I said, no. And she said, well, the cabanas normally run, it was like 429, 469, somewhere in there a day. Pod's only $99 and it's sufficient for three people. And I said, sounds fantastic. Is one available? And after 15 minutes of typing away on her computer, because Disney's computer systems or Disney's computer <laughs> systems, lo and behold, a pod was available. And so we took it and she did describe it to us as it's everything that a cabana has without the TV or the refrigerator. Sam, was that true? No, that was not <laughs> at all true. So so a pod is not a bad thing, but I wouldn't book it again. And here's why. It was basically like one of those round couch things. And there was an umbrella next to it that was basically our umbrella. But there was no roof. There were no walls. There was no private space. Like with a cabana, you basically have like a little, I'll call it a hut that has three walls. It has a couch in it and some chairs. Not walls, but fabrics. fabrics. Yeah. 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 It's a cabana. It's, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's got like, it's got like three walls made of fabric and a roof usually made of fabric or at least some covering to provide some shade. So this didn't have any of that. Oh, and the the cabanas also come with some lounge chairs in addition to just a couple of regular chairs and like coffee table. This just had like one little side table. I happened to pull over another side table, but it was really just like a like a couch bed thing. And there was an umbrella, but you had to keep moving the umbrella because the sun moves, right? So I would say while it was certainly a lot less expensive than a cabana, all it really did give you was a reserved spot. And if you were going to the pool as early as we did, which was, I don't know what, about nine o'clock in the morning, 930 in the morning, or even after we got back from breakfast, which was maybe 1030 in the morning, there were plenty of lounge chairs available with umbrellas right next to them shading well, them. Yeah, let's be clear though. There are plenty of lounge chairs available at the Grand Cal this time, but the Grand sure. Cal was only at 50% capacity. <laughs> so- sure. But if you're going on the early part of if you're going earlier in the day, I think that in normal times you can probably find a couple of lounge chairs and if you're gonna be there all day that you can kind of grab and 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 park at. Maybe, maybe. And they do have food service. They have they'll bring you cocktails, they'll bring you food off the bar menu. It's from the the Craftsman Bar and Grill uh, is what you're ordering off of. And so you can really make it a day. So I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you over the the pod. I so look, do I like a cabana? Sure. We've gotten cabanas in Vegas. We loved our our cabana at Castaway Key the one time we got it and desperately trying to get more. <laughs> um, so like I, I love a cabana. I actually thought the pod was pretty nice. I might not get it with Nathan, although if it were just the two of us, I thought it would be perfect. And I kind of like the fact that there wasn't a TV. There was no distraction. I just read a book. I, you know, did some things on my computer. Like it just, it felt, it felt like a dedicated spot where we could sit. I didn't have to worry about a lounge chair. It did have an umbrella. So I didn't have to worry about getting lounge chairs without umbrellas. Right. They did mm-hmm. come by a lot. I'll say the, the service was on top of it while we were there. They mm-hmm. came by so often. I actually started to get annoyed. Like I was saying, it was like, it was like every time I would get into my book, it'd suddenly be like, do you need anything? 
Do you need anything? And I was like, I'm holding a three quarters full of beer. Do you think I need anything? Right. And so I think, I think yeah. part of that is, though, because you're supposed to have like a concierge level of service at the pods. And so they don't want you to be complaining that nobody's come by to check. No, on fair, you. fair enough. But yeah. right, like the level of service that you get at a fine dining restaurant is unobtrusive. I thought sure. I felt like this was just getting a little over the top, right? Maybe because I didn't have a ton of people to service that day. Right. But whatever. I would get a pod again if it was available. Would I get a pod over a cabana? I don't know. I'd probably want to try one of the cabanas to see how that went. But the cabanas were much bigger, and I'm oh, not sure huge. that we would have needed one for just our family of two adults and one child. So we're going back in eight. Well, actually, we booked two other trips to Disneyland that may or may not happen between now and the end of January. But we do have a big trip coming up in April of next year after a Disney cruise. And it might be worth a pool day. It might be worth getting a cabana because it'd be two families, two kids. Uh, We might look into that having a pool day there. So I think the pod cabana thing, interesting. Again, cost wise, like 400 and something dollars, probably pushing $500 for a cabana for one day, $99 for the pod. So now that you know both exist, if you're interested, you can ask for them. Sam, storytellers. Uh, Normally- Normally breakfast and I think most meals is not a sit down. I think it's a buffet. Definitely we've we we don't tend to eat there for dinner. We tend to go to the other spots, but so character breakfast buffet, most of the time we go. What was it like this time? Yeah. So we have been there for dinner once. It's not a character dinner, but it is a buffet if you go there for dinner. This time it was a plated or I should say, yeah, it was plated breakfast. There were actually a couple of different courses. It was kind of a bread basket. And then you got a um, a yogurt parfait kind of a thing with fruit and some granola in it. And then you got your plated breakfast that you ordered off the menu, which was your standard, you know, waffle or pancake or eggs, potatoes and, you know, bacon or whatever. And so I will say there's no characters. That's the, the biggest difference. It's not a character breakfast right now because of their COVID precautions. So aside from there not being characters, I'm going to say this breakfast was way better than breakfasts we've had before at Storytellers because the food was way better. The food was better because it wasn't sitting out in hot chafing dishes. It w- came out to you fresh, made to order. I give the breakfast a huge thumbs up. There was a ton of food, despite the fact that it wasn't a buffet and the food quality was better because it wasn't a buffet. Yeah, I, I liked the way they did breakfast. I actually wish there were some characters there, so I hope they bring them back. I thought it was actually perfect from a breakfast standpoint for characters because you're not leaving the table so mm-hmm. they could get around the restaurant a lot faster. Um, so I hope they bring the characters back. I agree. I liked the way that they did breakfast. Unfortunately, because they have a buffet built into storytellers, I don't think that they'll continue doing it the way that they did forever. I mean, maybe... They'll continue kind of the pre-service of, you know, a basket of breakfast treats and the granola and yogurt. But my suspicion is they're trying to get back to buffet service, you know, as quickly as they can. In the interim, I think it's a nice way to do the breakfast. I enjoyed it. I thought the food was good. The only thing I missed was they used to have some really fun Mexican style breakfast offerings that you can't get right now. I mean, it's a pretty plain vanilla Disney breakfast with Mickey waffles and American breakfast and things like that. Nothing really spectacular on there. It's just a serviceable breakfast. I will say also it's a serviceable breakfast at a pretty high price tag right now. I oh, think it's yeah. like $49 for an adult and $29 for a kid. And you're talking some mini breakfast pastries, some yogurt and granola and breakfast food and coffee and, you know, juice. So yeah. 
I will say that the breakfast offerings appear to be identical to what they have at the grab and go craftsman grill in the morning um, or where you can mobile order from. Now, you don't get the bread basket and the parfait and the granola, you know, in the parfait and whatnot. You could buy those as add-ons, everything's sort of a la carte, but the breakfast offerings like the American style breakfast I spoke about, the waffles, the pancakes, and even the breakfast burrito, they actually looked identical when I saw um, being served at storytellers, you know, being served on a plate uh, was the same as sort of the, what you saw, what I saw being served at the Craftsman uh, Grill in Takeaway. So it was a lot less expensive that way, but you don't have obviously a sit-down restaurant experience and you don't have this sort of two and a half course thing. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, I thought a great way to spend our last three quarters of a day to get that downtime. Breakfast was delicious. The price tag was a little steep, but it is what it is. And I thought that the poolside pod worked fine for what it was. Yep. I like the Grand California pool. But obviously prefer the Disneyland Hotel pool for kids. It's got a little bit more going on over there. Although I didn't get a chance to go down the water slide at the Grand Cal and that's my failing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing we didn't try out was the food poolside. So we had breakfast at Storytellers who were pretty full. We never really ordered anything. They do serve a pretty full menu from the Craftsman Bar and Grill that they'll you know bring to you poolside. So you know, the food is there. You don't have to leave if you don't want to. Um, but we did have some nice drinks there. Although they were out of like half the beer. So oh, they, yeah, that's right. I they had a menu and I ordered like three different beers and they were like, oh, we got like Bud Light. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on there from a uh, stocking standpoint, but it was a little odd that they were out of so much. So and Nathan and I spent quite a bit of time in the various pools and in the, there's two hot tubs, one kind of normal size. And then there's a huge hot tub sort of on the back end near the 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 sort of rear pool. There is one larger water slide that goes into a regular pool that looked really fun. I just didn't really want to fully go in. Um, And then there's like a smaller little water slide that goes into a shallower pool that's kind of good for younger kids. And actually, Nathan was really having a great time in that. So nice pool. I agree with you. Disneyland Hotel has a better pool, has better water slides and, and has a splash pad, which is lacking at the Grand Cal. Overall, fun day. Fun day had by all. Uh, we all left, grabbed some dinner on the way to the airport and uh, made it on time and obviously got home just fine. Although, man, these past few days, I wish I was back at Disneyland in Southern <laughs> California, given how hot it's been. But yes, great time. If you guys get a chance to experience the Grand Cow Pool and the Cabanas, let us know. We'd love to hear from you and your experience. And uh, yeah, so with that, we'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed hearing about how we spent our last day at the Grand Cal on this last trip with a nice relaxing pool day, a little time in a pod, a little uh, breakfast at Storytellers Cafe. Hope you, for any of you out there who are planning to visit the Grand Cal sometime soon, let us know what you think of the pool and if you grab a cabana. We'd love to hear about it, but uh, hope you just enjoyed the little bonus episode today. Just a little detour over the Grand Cal for one last reminisce over our vacation that happened about a week ago now. So with that, I do really want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. We really do appreciate each and every one one of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews, especially those written reviews. We love to read them on the air and they're a great way for us to connect with you and get your feedback. So head over, leave us those reviews. We do read them. We do love to, to see them. And so please, please, please leave us those reviews. 
If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a community with some like-minded cruisers and DCL Duo fans like yourself. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. Just browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo, where you can become a supporter of the show in two ways. One is by heading over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous vacation and let them know the DCL Duo sent you to support the show. Or you can browse over to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and choose one of our support tiers. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney Family of Theme Parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Good night.